gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast, where we shoot the shit and have conversations like we would out in the field, in between the trails, under the net, inside the gun, between fire missions, or when there's downtime. So on today's episode, I can't remember which one it is, maybe 263, 264, I'll figure it out afterwards. Uh, we have a returning guest, uh, former 13 Bravo veteran, uh, now author, fucking Stephen Vinay. Thank you for coming back to the podcast, bro. Oh, dude, thank you for having me. Honestly, I freaking love seeing the podcast, love watching them. It's, I appreciate and it's that. a joy to be on them. Truthfully. Oh, bro. I appreciate that, man. I wish I had a, you know, a Joe Rogan-esque fucking uh, audience or, you know, so that we can get that fucking. Don't we all. So that, Yeah, right. So we can get that book fucking pumping out there because <laughs> honestly, now that I finished it, um, I must yeah. say, you know, I'll do my own little critique. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, get thick good. skinned. You're so. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. Uh a lot of potential there, like a lot of fucking potential. I mean, I was stuck reading that bad boy, like the first half in one day. And then I had to put it down because I wanted to soak it in. You know, it what it turned mm -hmm. out to be, and I'm glad I did that because it, it um, I didn't want to just read it to read it. I kind of want to like, mm -hmm. in a way, live it. And it tripped me out because like you said, it was going to go off the fucking rails in the second half. Yes. And it yes. absolutely did. So for those that don't, um, don't know, uh, Stephen Vanay has a book. It's called Lucid, The First Step. All right. And if you haven't gone to get it yet, you need to fucking go and find it on Barnes and Noble, on Amazon. Noble and Amazon. Go check it out, y'all. I'm sure uh, Vanay knows how to fucking link, put the links on um, once it's out there on the on the Facebook. Yeah. Once I put it on Facebook, just drop the link in there in one of the comments, bro. So that way people can Not get onto it. I try to remember to do shit. I fucking look, man. I got a fucked up <laughs> brain and I forget a lot of shit, bro. But I'll tell you what Ooh, I didn't forget. Both. I'll tell you what I didn't forget. How this book. We were going perfectly. I was following you down a one way street, bro. And I was following you, telling you really well. And then that motherfucker just made a fucking left out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? Oh, shit. man. So I'm just going to give the listeners uh, without spoiling anything. It's a book about a veteran. All right. And I, that's what got me the attachment to this book. All right. It was like the veteran perspective of coming back, having, um, you know, dealing with his reacclimation to civilian life and managing it and also dealing with um, with dreams or nightmares that you know, keep us or fuck with us for, you know, for yeah. lack of better words. Look, y'all, I don't have a big vocabulary. Hence, I was a 13 fucking Bravo. Um, but with that <laughs> said, what what I loved about it um, was that it took like a sci fi twist to it, but in a way that was almost. Why couldn't this be real? You know what I mean? Could exactly. how, how do we know that this doesn't exist? And I don't want to give too much about it. But let's just say that oh, if you believe if just give it a try, go with it with an open mind, literally, and think about multiverse, parallel universe type deals, you know, and from oh. there, I mean, it just it, it got me, bro. It really did. I, uh, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
I did, bro. I mean, awesome. it, okay, I'm a fan of Back to the Future. All right. And the reason I bring that up is because, like I told you before, towards the end, I kind of started seeing like, a, I could see this going to turn into a sequel. And, you know, yes. like on Back to the Future, it says, like, you know, Marty, we got to go back. It has to do with both of you. And I, I kind of saw Homeboy come back like Doc Brown. Like when he said together, I was like, all right, bet. There, there's your, you know, to be continued moment. Yes. And it was good, bro. Now, for those that don't, you'll read it. You'll understand it. You have to go get this fucking book if you haven't done. It's look, veterans supporting veterans. And it's a, a good it's a good read. And what I like about it, bro, it's not your typical fucking Green Beret. No, no disrespect to the Green Berets exactly. and SEALs out there that you know are putting out no, like I killed Bill and kick my ass, man. <laughs> right, right, right. No, you know, no disrespect to them going out there, you know, telling us their stories about how they killed Bin Laden and did all these raids and shit like that. Nah, this is just a regular Joe, 13 Bravo, like you and me, the majority of the fucking army, right. you know, from you know, just giving you a perspective of a bit of his life in a fictional kind of way. And then adds to it with the uh, with the I don't want to say sci-fi, bro, because it's not like sci-fi to me. It's more like um, just it's just it, like it's a, a mind fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it really is, bro. It really is, and I enjoyed it. So my question, I mean, it touches. Go ahead. I don't know. I was gonna ask you. My question is like, I mean, how how did you? And I, I don't know if we touched on it the first time, but you know, in case some motherfuckers haven't seen that, how did you come up with the concept of like, you know, parallel universes, you know, and lucid dreaming and tying the two together? Well, I mean, truthfully, um, like, I, this is going to sound dark. Don't take it the wrong way. I love my it. life. You know, my life turned out fucking amazing and I couldn't be happier with it. But when I first got the idea for the book, I was, I was deployed. I was in Afghanistan. Um, just prior to deployment, me and my ex-wife, uh, she was still my wife at the time. We decided to separate. She did me real wrong. You know, Jody kind of style, that oh, thing. Damn. Oh yeah. It was bad. And, you know, my platoon sergeant, he was cool as hell. You know, he, you know, Hey man, where we're going, there's no women. So you can't just sleep your way out of this one. You know, right. where we're going, there's no alcohol. So you right. can't just drink your way out of this one. But I'm going to put a rifle in your hand, and I'm going to put people in front of you that you might get to shoot. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, you're going to be on a cannon where you get to blow shit up. Yes. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So that became my outlet. But, I mean, every freaking day was, it was hell. You know, because I'm trying to deal with the shit back home, trying to deal with the shit that I'm in, and, you know, started getting really bad headaches after got a couple of concussions and you know just my life was fucking hell yeah and every single night the only reprieve that i got from my life which was hell was my dreams and i started thinking about it man i would take any one of these dreams as a fucking real world Mm -hmm. over my current life right now and i was like my brain started going down that path of, man, I wish to God that that was my life, not this shit. Every time I would wake up, I'd be disappointed that that wasn't my life. So I just started getting that idea of, man, you know, if I could just stay in those dreams permanent, if that was a real world that I could live in, you know, that kind of thing. And it just it developed from there. And I didn't really think about it until couple years or about a year and a half ago um 
know, just ha- just as for bad nightmares, you start flooding in again. Right. And okay. And then I started thinking about that shit that I used to go through while I was deployed. And I was like, all right. And I just let that shit develop. And I'm at the bookstore with the wife and I just, you know, bitching because I can't find anything that spoke to me. Right. And she's like, well, why don't you write a book? You know, I think it's so damn easy to write a book that's relatable to people. Why don't you <laughs> write a book? I'm like, all right, fine, I will. <laughs> right. And so I wrote one, not knowing a fucking thing about writing. Um, horrible with grammar and spelling, obvious if you read the book. <laughs> but, um, you know, finished it. Got it out there, learned the entire freaking process. It took me a while, but right. within a year, I wrote and published my own book. You know, and that's definitely something that it's something that I know that I I, I would love to dabble into doing something like that. The only thing with me, it would be probably like more like a book of essays, you know, like just like right. random thoughts that I would put down on paper. You know what I mean? And rather than just like a story, you know what I mean? Because I think that concept is really good at that storytelling thing. You got to be really good. You have to have a really good imagination. But not only that, you have to connect with people with what you're telling. And um, I think you did that really well. And, um, dude, and I I look forward to seeing part two, honestly, to reading part two, because you can only go up from here. And what I do want to do as well is um, because I know there's other veterans out there. Like I said, you know, that that they have the stories you know that that they could write down like their own you know what i mean or you know just their creativity and what it helps with i think is having that that tangible fucking goal you know that okay i'm i i got my mindset onto something i'm i got my task conditions and standards now I got to complete it, you know, un- and that's something I know myself personally. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of veterans as well. We we look for having some kind of a goal because we don't have that anymore. We don't have an end state like, you know, right. so and it, we don't have like a commander's intent type deal. So, I mean, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, if somebody wants to go into that, what would be the first step that they would want to to look into? I mean, honestly, if they want to look into writing, if. You know, they want to take the same crazy path that I did doing sci-fi or if they want to do short stories, that kind of thing. I mean, truthfully, I mean, they can walk around Barnes and Noble and be totally overwhelmed. But the best way that I could say, to, you know, start putting their thoughts down on paper is just, you know, break it down. All the key points that you want to hit, you know, all the key things that you want said just write down each one of those on little you know three by five note cards right and then stack them up in the order that you want them to show up in the book and then okay you have all your key points now you just have to write how to get from point a to point b and now you've created your plot you know hey you know just like fuck when i got to korea there was this sergeant who swore up and down that he could suck in a cigarette through his ear and burp it out his fucking mouth. Holy shit! You remember that, dude? Of course I fucking remember that, because I was 19 years old and fucking gullible. 
<laughs> dude, I haven't heard anybody even bring that up in forever, dude. Oh my god. Oh, oh shit. I forgot all about that too. Oh, you yeah. just brought me back fucking flashbacks, bro. That's exactly. funny. That's funny. <laughs> so it's like, all right, how did I get to Korea? You need to write that part. And then you need to write, all right, how did I meet this person? Oh, so it's getting God. from point A to point B. You just need to write the filler. You got all your main key plot points on cards. Write the, the flow in between point A to point B. Oh. And truthfully, that's all I did. And I was able to write a story. Mm-hmm. And don't don't sweat the little things. Like, yeah, in my book, there's still some misspelled words. You know, you know, I sent that shit off to an editor. Should have done at least two, two different editors. I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But you got, got a fucking, fucking book, book out, out there. there. Yeah, you got a fucking book out there, bro. You know, you put your fucking you you put you grab yourself you grab your balls. And you put it out there, you know what I'm saying? Look, man, I got oh. a lot. I did a little bit of writing, right? You know, a little bit of da- I dabbled a little bit. Um, and I mean, maybe I'll read you a little excerpt of what I have. You know what I'm saying? As get your opinion on it. But um, I, oh, I, I have a a homeboy that just finished writing a book, and um, mm-hmm. I'll reach out to him after this, and um, and maybe you know, maybe you have some advice for him if he sees this episode or I'll, I'll link you up with him. If you don't mind that way, Sounds good. you know, he can get um, an understanding of what there's to it, you know, but uh, dude, let's talk about fucking, um, I've been seeing you a lot more engaged on TikTok, which is good. Uh, yes. Social media is definitely was going to get you out there more, um, you know, uh, with the Instagram, the fucking TikTok, you know, Facebook, I think right. it's slowly phasing out, you know, but uh, definitely yeah, TikTok. Very- if you don't have titties though with TikTok, it's kind of hard for you to have any people get attention. But I did go ahead. <laughs> There's something funny about that. That actually got me in trouble. Oh, <laughs> word. This is um, funny thing. I started my TikTok page about the book, started getting it out there. Like 95, 98% of the people that are following me are women. I saw that. I saw that. And it's like, all right, I have no problem with it. All right. I've even posted a video saying, where the hell are all the male readers out there? <laughs> I'm not, you know, trying to, you know, knock on women readers in the slightest because they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. You know, and truthfully, they're showing me love. Yeah. You know, people are buying the book and I yep. love it. But I'm just like, maybe one in every 10 or one in every 15 people that are following me are men. Mm. everybody else is winning and, was like, Dang. and I got in trouble when they started trying to message me or shooting comments like, right oh my god you got to put the book on audiobook I would love to listen to your voice for six hours I'm like oh and sure enough their comment right underneath is the <laughs> wife thanks for supporting the book I'm like oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get it when I get home I feel you but I mean I think I think it probably uh, has to do with a lot of dudes were fucking lazy when it comes to reading. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and um, either that or I'm not going to try to say that women don't work as much as men do because they do. But I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of men. You know, do I really want to read another guy's fucking book? This one, men, you fucking do. All right. 
I, I, you want to rate this shit. You do. Because, I mean, it, there's a point where you might almost have to beat your meat. But uh, that's uh, <laughs> not here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, no, I mean, truthfully, it, it boils down to the same thing. Like, you know, that stereotype of, you know, women read romance novels. Right. Far, five times, thousand times more than men. This is true. But the reason is, is like, okay, women are psychological. Mm-hmm. They want to put that picture in their mind that way. Men are visual or physical. Mm-hmm. So we'll watch the shit. Women will read the shit. Right. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, so did I put a couple of spicy bits in the book? Yes, I did. Yes, he did. Women readers who will appreciate that kind of thing. You know, but I think yeah. I think probably, you know, um I I think that uh you're probably gonna get more people, especially if, if book two is going the way I'm I'm perceiving it like I, I've already written book two in my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I got a little, but you know, God damn, dude. Like I could see this being a fucking movie personally, but, um, yeah. but, uh, fucking dude, like, especially when I saw that TikTok where you were asking, uh, for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like weapons, like futuristic type weapons and shit like that, you know, yes. asking the audience what they would like to see as a type of weapon. You know, I think that would definitely get, the mind flow of a male because you know we like fucking killing oh yeah raiding shit like that we want to we that's the shit we want to hear about as well and i think that you're finding that balance you know with the uh with the first book it, it was still kind of like figuring out that balance and i think with the second book i'm i'm pretty sure you're working that balance out there as well like cater to both at the same time you know what i mean yes so um and honestly that's a big thing is you know getting the key parts that are going to talk to each different type of audience out there, because mm-hmm. there's going to be those that are trying to picture those every little detail that I'm right. putting in about, you know, those weapons. And then there's going to be those that want every little detail about romantic scenes in the book or right. every little detail of the science behind it all, because I pour more into it right. and dive deeper into the detail. And it's like, okay, so all these different, you know, aspects talk to every different reader in their own way. So, dude, I, I just had like this fucking idea in my head and, um, talk to me about it, man. All right. So like, okay. So for example, um, remember I was, I gave you an example, like making a weapon that works like off of vibrations or sound or like fucking, you know, yes. like, like a pulse type deal, uh, right? Doing Doing that. Um, that book did a weapon based off of sound. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. So, so what I would do, like, okay, you know how you're saying, like, um, so for folks that want to get more deep into the, um, the, the fucking, uh, how the, the machinery works, the schematics, the fucking, the nitty gritty of it, what you would, I think what you could do possibly if you're, I mean, I'm not saying that you haven't done this already, <laughs> obviously, because if I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure you already thought about it, but, uh, you know, you'll just give like an overview of the weapon during the book. Like, you know, like let's say it's a howitzer that shoots a fucking, uh, blast of fucking, uh, uh, of, of vibrations. All right. And then, but you just leave it at that. But then like, you know, then put like a little C appendix a, and then they can go like towards the end of the book, have an appendix. Uh, appendix a has a breakdown of the howitzer and how it works for those that want to like you know get a little more like you said there's people out there that want to get into the mechanics of things like how do they work like 
the millimeters, the distance. You know what I'm saying? Something like that could be possible maybe in your book. I'm just saying. Definitely. Because um, that's actually one of the things that I was considering doing was doing for this particular book, like artwork ah. for the back of the book to give a better depiction of what the characters look like, what the worlds look like. Know, different cities and towns that is discussed but also the weapon systems and they're discussed mm-hmm. so that way you know you can see this weird ass pistol variant that's discussed you know different rifle variants right but you know having that artwork in the back of the book will you know give the readers a little bit more okay as i'm reading it this person is speaking this is who i should be picturing it's like finding that again, they're finding that balance. Like, you know, with women, yes. they like those fucking, you know, visual scenes of like fucking Fabio picking her up and shit. For men, we need a pop up book that'll show some big old bitties pop out yep. of it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the truth. It's oh. the truth. And, you know, I, I've tried to do my research a little bit yeah. further um, when I've been writing the second one because honestly, this one's taken me so far three times as long and i'm only halfway done well i mean and i'm glad that it's doing that too though because this way i'm really personally i've i um the first one again i'm critiquing it's your first book you know um critique what i I think that there's some parts where it felt like you know you could have explained or well not explained you could tell it's your first book is what i'm saying like you could tell it's your first book so I'm hoping that with the second one, you know, it, you take a little more time and a little more. Uh, it doesn't feel rushed, I guess. Kind of like uh, yeah. I don't want to. In other words, I don't want to finish the book in one day. You know what I mean? I want it. And but I don't want a fucking G.R.R. Martin motherfucking book either where, you know. No, God, no. <laughs> not that million word book. Yeah. So, yeah, for I example, see. my type of reading, I'm, I'm like a James Patterson fan. All right. J.P. is my boy. Yeah. So James Patterson, I love the way that he gives different perspectives. Like he gives the author perspective, then he gives like the perspective of of um, Alex Cross. And anyways, it's just the way that he writes that I fucking love. Um, and yep. so I think, you know, I, I love the sense of humor you have in there. It's fucking great. I love it because that's definitely a veteran sense of humor in there. You know, um, oh, yeah. I, I like the twists at the end with, uh, with Homegirl. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'm not going to give up, but I love that you're, you're twist. Good. The, the book has been out for five months now. You know? Okay, I but mean, still, there's people that need to see it so they can get mine fuck like I did. True, now, is it true. like a sixth All sense? Right. No, but there's a twist in there. It was like, oh, shit, I should have seen that coming, but it was good. It was good. Um, But, you know, I just, I take your time with it, you know, and read, 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 and read it one more time because just like everything in artillery, you want to check, recheck, and check one more time before you send it, you know? And uh, bro, I, I really, really, as much as I wanted to come out like immediately, I, I don't want there to be because there's a lot of uh, I feel that if oh, I don't know, you're you know, I just don't want you to leave any loose ends where right. somebody will come back and be like, oh, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? You know what I mean? Oh, and that's the thing. All the small little plot holes that I had in the first book. It's like, all right, how the fuck does that work? You could have explained that one a little bit better. Mm-hmm. like the whole time dilation thing from one world to another mm-hmm. how the hell is it one day versus six months mm-hmm. that's a big one and it's like okay with that it's like all right that's a major freaking plot hole that i gotta fix right 
I made it the premise of the book. Mm. It's like, all right, cool, cool. I figured that one out. So all the little issues that I was like, all right, how am I going to go about this? How am I going to go about that? I found all the answers to the questions that I left unanswered. Perfect. Like my biggest and question, so, and I don't yeah. know if I don't know if you have a, a answer for this yet, or possibly in the future, but like you know, uh, the original ones, the, the prime, I think they were called, yeah. right? Like, um, so where did they come from? You know, that's like where, like, how do where, yeah. where did they come from, and how did they discover this? You know, and like so. Again, I don't want you to spoil any of of your book uh, that's going on right now, but those are like questions that come to my mind. Like, all right, so how many times has this been happening? How, you know, how how long has this been going on? Does our government know about this? You know, that's another thing. Like, I was thinking about like, right. does our government know about this? And if not, well, there you go. You got another motherfucking plot right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, believe me, it is. It's getting a little little bit more like all right how developed is this yeah how far back does it go it answers more unanswered questions of right. our own planet's history mm-hmm. or it gives a plausible theory to it right and it's like okay dude yeah, so, it, it i think it's just great it's really great and you know i like it. it's it's original i'll tell you that it's fucking original at least to me it's really original and um you know it's just fucking, I could see so much with this personally. Like, I could see prequels coming up. It's like motherfucking Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, six fucking episodes. Well, like, <laughs> if you've ever watched um, the show Stargate. Yes. Yep. So Stargate, you can literally say, hey, got a new gate address. We're going to go to this. It's a whole new plot. It's a whole new storyline. But it still reverts back to the same core characters. Right. You know, they can go to an infinite number of planets and galaxies, this, that, and the other. But I'm going to let Greg and Morty is. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, yeah, I mean, that pretty much hit the, you know, nail on the head. <laughs> it's like, all right, this one's slightly different. Like, dabbling with, you know, you got Victorian times or colonial times, that kind of thing. All that kind of stuff can come into play. A more so futuristic, right? You know, setting, and it's like okay, but it gives credence to unanswered questions, mm-hmm. which I really, really love. That's awesome, bro. Uh, I mean, I need you to keep doing what you're doing because, um, yeah, I, I love the books. And again, uh, to all my 15 listeners out there, y'all need to go get this fucking book. That'll be 15 <laughs> more motherfucking uh, books that he can sell. But, uh, dude. Honestly. And if to your listeners out there, I just got notification email not more than two hours ago from Amazon. As of freaking June 16th, they're upping their printing charges on all authors. Oh, so shit. If- if you guys pick up my book or if you pick up any books off of Amazon, know that in June. And I lost your audio. And you're back. You're going to see people hiking up the damn places. Yeah, got, somebody tried calling in on me. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, prices are going to start to go up. But I mean, I put my prices like a paperback. I set it for 10 bucks. 
Okay. Because I'm not R.R. Martin, you know. Right. I'm not Dean Coons. I'm not Stephen King or any of those big name authors that yeah. you know deserve fifteen, sixteen dollars a book. Yet. Yet. Let's give it yet. time. Yet. yet. All right. I'll catch up eventually oh, yeah, after bro. they die. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. With my luck, they're going to come out with books like Tupac still comes out with albums, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're in the grave 30 years and they're still Dude. pumping them out. Oh, fucking look at Salinger, man. I mean, that motherfucker only had a, a what, Catcher in the Rye? I haven't seen anything else. See, even that's fucking debatable as to why that's. Anyway, I'm not going to get started with that. Even though it's one of my favorite yeah. books, but it, eh. anywho, uh, but dude, um, you know, look, listen, y'all out there, y'all need to go get this fucking book. All right. It's called Lucid, the first step. Get ready for the second book. I don't know. Do you have a title yes. for it yet? I do. Okay. Uh, you don't have to share it yet, you know, so actually, I think it's a perfect platform to actually share it. Okay. Um, it's going to be Lucid laid to rest. Oh, oh, laid to rest. Yes. Oh shit. Okay. That that sounds a little morbid. Okay. Uh, that sounds like a. It's a little. It's a little bit different than the uh, first one. Oh shit! Somebody gonna die. <laughs> Somebody gonna die. <laughs> like that one you motherfucker said six feet me deep. off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking but great. Yeah. Thought. Make sure y'all. And uh, when do you think you'll have that one out? I mean, you're barely halfway through. You Honestly, said maybe like sometime mid twenty twenty four. Uh no, no. I should. Uh... Book two, I should have that ready before Christmas. Oh, word. Okay. I got me a Christmas gift yep. and I'm going to buy myself then. Cause... Yes, I will I will have it ready, no doubt, before Christmas. I was actually shooting for summertime, mm. but I've decided, nope, I'm going to take my time writing this one. I'm going to put in all the detail that it deserves. The first one was about 66,000 words. This one, I have plans to hit 100,000 words. Oh, wow. Right on, dude. So it'll be a little bit longer. So it ain't gonna be like, hey, I finished it in three day three days, but you know, maybe four or five. Yeah, dude. I mean, what again? What I liked about your writing style is it's something that I can relate to. It's easy to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't have to get a fucking dictionary to find out what the fuck this means. Exactly. You know why the fuck people put in gigantic words with small meaning when you got small words with big meaning? In that. In, I never understood it. Right. And but, what I did appreciate as well, and some of the dialogue that you had was um, it felt natural. Like some people put in like cuss words, for example, where they don't belong. You know, like the like, for example, when you see a movie, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, what's that show that just came out with the mushroom people? Um, the one about the. God damn it. Uh, the one with the little girl and the big dude, and they're all like trying to get from point A to point B. It was on HBO Max just recently. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was modeled after the video game. Yes, the one about the video game. Um, was it Left for Dead? No. No. Um. Anyway, but that little girl. That, I know the one you're talking about. But she she cusses so much that it just it sounds forced almost. Like you know, I cuss a lot. I mean, my I use fuck as a yeah. comma. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it comes out natural versus like when somebody just puts in motherfucking for no reason. And the way that you had your cussing in there or just the dialogue, it sounded more real, more realistic than, you know, just like some fake shit. 
So I don't know. It just I, I can relate to what was in there based on just the 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 reading habit that I have, and just thank you for just keeping it simple, stupid. You know the acronym yeah, KISS. And, <laughs> oh, believe me, I, I agree because I mean, you know, just like the banter between the two brothers that are in the book. You know, yes. it's like, hey, what's up, shithead? Yeah. Every single time I see my brother, he says, "Hey, what's up, shithead?" Yep. Not a whole lot. How you doing, fucker? Mm-hmm. You know, just normal brotherly banter. Yeah. Now, if you grew up with a brother who does not call you shithead, you need to check him because he doesn't love you that much. <laughs> Bro, speaking of which, so my wife over here, her, she calls them her siblings. All right. I I didn't know what that word was until she told me that word, siblings. I had no idea what that was. And that was in 2008 in Korea because I met her when I was in Korea. She's not in the military. And long story short, we met on Hot or Not. That was a big fucking fuck. It was a, a funny fish thing. Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. So, yeah, that was 2008. You tell how fucking old we are. <laughs> 2007. It was funny is we met in well, I I hit her up in 2007 on Hot or Not, and we started chit chatting on there. And then, long story short, 2008 came along, and I re I what's it called? A D roast, and then uh, AIP. No, no, no. AIP is the motherfuckers that stayed there. I D roast. I left. Oh, all right. Yeah, I went to Fort Stewart, but uh, not. Nah, and then we met up. She moved with me, and here we are, fucking 15 years later. Go fucking figure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, uh, uh, but what was I going on with that? Oh, siblings. Like, her and her fucking siblings, as she calls them, they don't talk to each other like that. Like, me and my brother Doug, my brother Ed, my brother Romeo, or Ramiro. Uh, the only one I don't talk to crazy is my sister. But with my brother Ed and Doug, like, I could call Ed right now, and he's going to be like, what's up, my N-word? Or, you know, because that's how we talk to each other, you know. Just for, not out of racism, people, okay? We grew up saying the n-word because we grew up in an all-black neighborhood and it was just part of our culture and uh honestly i never knew that the n-word was racist until i went to junior high school and i found out the hard way because i yeah, called one of my homeboys and i told him man fuck you n-word and um some the custodian heard it and he wrapped me up and took me to my counselor she's like why did you use that word and i'm like well because we always call each other that he calls me that too you know what i'm saying like yep. what are you talking about she's like oh well it means this and that and i'm like Oh, I didn't know. That's just how we talk. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in South Central Los Angeles in the fucking 80s right. and 90s. That's how we talk. People don't Anyways. understand. I mean, they just gave you a way to be racist. It was never a racist connotation exactly. whenever you used it. Mm-hmm. But from now on, your brain is going to register it as a racist connotation. Facts. You just taught a kid racism instead of, you know. Yeah, dude. I, we were all getting along just happily go luckily. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. But anyways, yeah, like it's it's a trip, bro. It's just a fucking trip. So what was I going with that? Oh, siblings. Um, big words. I don't know where we're going with that. Just like on the gun line, shit goes from one place to another, man. It's a fucking trip, bro. Hey, what, I, I don't how understand. How many times both of us have been rocked in the head? Numerous. For real, times. bro. Hey, you know, it's on my rating. My TBI is and it's a rating. So, but fucking, uh, damn it. Now I want to call my brother to see if he answers. Let's see. The choir. I still got that freaking tumor in there. For real. Let's see if he answers. Hold on. Ah, oh, no, nah, he's Ubering. Never mind. So he's uh, not he's not gonna answer. All right, so we got one minute left. I'm gonna shoot out a new link, and we're gonna go to the second half okay. of the podcast. Uh, but with that said, I think we're gonna dabble a little bit into current events out here. 
uh you know if you don't mind so i don't mind at all all right cool so um people yeah we're gonna have some gun line conversations all right uh if you get hurt yeah we're about to get real 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 motherfucking <laughs> shit. All right, I'm gonna send you that link right now. All right, y'all, we are back. I know it was like an instant fucking second for you all, but for some reason, Vinay still using that fucking dial-up AOL. So it took a hot minute Whoa. for him to get uploaded. So he still uses a <laughs> typewriter, y'all, to fucking you know to get his book in. It's a it's a quill with a feather. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Damn, this motherfucker went with the quill. God damn. All right, too easy. Let me go ahead. I want to share something here. That I want to discuss. So let's see if I get this done correctly. Ah, shit, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Stop the share. So share screen, include audio. And then let's optimize for video clip. Sure. What does that do? I don't fucking know. So, all right. Can you see what I'm seeing? Yes. All right. Let me know if you can hear it. And you say, and again, this has become very famous yes. in this video. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. It's true with stars that, that they can grab women by the pussy? Well, that's what, it's, if you look over the last million years, <laughs> I guess that's been largely years. true. Not always, but largely true. Unfortunately or fortunately. Oh, you consider God. yourself uh, to be a star? I think you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> and you say... <laughs> Dude, I love this motherfucker. Oh, man. The shit that comes out of his mouth. I mean, he should have just been blatantly honest. Dude. He said, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, this motherfucker. I'll tell you what, all right? Um, all right, so full disclosure, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I am somewhere in the middle to the right, and that's where I like to align myself. Um, and I still would have preferred him over the last fucking uh, two years than this fucking idiot that we have right now. Um, cause that genius. <sighs> yeah. Um, I my my personal thoughts. Um, I want to go a little bit, you know, shifting gears here. Um you're good, I, you're good. I, I love fucking uh Trump, not as a look, he wasn't the greatest president by far. He was a great entertainer as a president. Um, however, you know, if I could vote again, I would vote for him. Um, in 2024, depending on who else runs, you know, depending on who else runs, it looks but, like uh, everybody might get that chance. Yeah, dude. Uh, this, this guy, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your politics are and it don't, it, you don't have to share either. I, I just think that, uh, he, his, my 401k was looking really, really good when he was president is all I'm saying, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't think that he would have shut down Afghanistan the way he did that Biden did because yeah. that was completely garbage. And honestly, whoever shut down yeah. Afghanistan was going to take heat no matter what, you know, but if we could have just had a little, I don't know, more, I guess, uh, thought to it, you know, before just saying, fuck it, we're chucking deuces probably would have been better. But um, yeah, man, I, I just, 
I'm not a MAGA guy. I'm not. I know plenty of people who are, but I'm definitely yep. thinking that Biden. I'm not riding with him. No. I mean, I mean um, truthfully, I, I I agree. Um, I don't. I don't consider myself Democrat. Would I say I'm more Republican than Democrat? Of course, mm-hmm. it, from my own perspective. Right. But. Honestly, you know, it's not the fact that I'm not trying to alienate everybody. I don't agree 100% with either damn side. Exactly. You know, I I truly don't. And there's, I don't think there's a person out there in the world that actually 100% agrees with the polar opposites. You know, you're either extreme left or extreme right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there might be some, but then again, there are... You know, there's just too many other options out there, but we never look at it. Exactly, bro. I'm 100 with you on this. Like, you know, I, I, I try to stay away from the news purposely because, you know, um, there's really, it's not the news anymore. Everything is all opinion-based. You know, you either get Fox, which is going to be all right, or you get fucking MSNBC and CNN, which is going to be all left. And there's nobody that's just giving me regular fucking news like you know what's going on in the world no this is going on because of this no no just want tell what tell me what's going on you know and uh or without pointing fingers you know stay stay uh out of the politics of it personally and just give me the news you know i don't get that anymore but um i'll give you an example uh well like what you were saying there's no there's no give and take in politics from what it looks like i mean i thought it was all about you know coming together and negotiating shit you know but Mm -hmm. if so for example they say they want to pass a bill for example right okay let's let's what's coming up the fucking the debt ceiling right so they'll try to put in there like okay uh now that you know they're playing with the money like okay if you want to raise the debt ceiling well you got to get rid of this like, bro, well, we need this. Well, negotiate, motherfuckers. It can't just, it, don't be all or nothing. You know, negotiate. What happened? Oh, there, there's something that I saw about veterans losing benefits. Like, okay, yes. why can't you just make a bill that stands alone about veterans without attaching something on it? Like a caveat, like, okay, yeah, we'll give you veterans benefits, but you have to pass uh, some kind of a fucking tax on this or that. Of course, people are going to vote no on that, you know, because it has something right. attached to it that they don't agree with. But then what do they say? Oh, they don't care for veterans. No, you attach some shit onto it that didn't need to be on there. You know what I mean? At least that's how I see yep. it. I don't know if I'm wrong. No, no, you're 100 percent right. And people can fact check this. And I hope to God your your readers do or your followers do um, on the original COVID-19 relief bill okay. that Trump signed mm-hmm. back in 2020. It's like the third paragraph down. It talks about unidentifiable flying objects. <laughs> the government has to release all information that they have mm. about UFOs. It is literally in the COVID-19 relief bill like verbatim. Oh shit! Headline of the damn paragraph. I'm gonna need you to fucking uh, link that to me because I need to see that not shit. A I'm not a freaking problem. And I'm dead serious. When he signed that, 
uh, Congress had, or DOD um, and the Department of State, they had, I think it was either, I want to say either 90 or 120 days to release all information to the general public. Hmm. And that's when we started getting all those videos when everybody's on lockdown. Yeah. All the videos started coming out on the internet and that kind of thing. It's like, oh shit, everybody's seeing this. And maybe I've been on YouTube too damn long or whatever <laughs> it is. It's like, I found alien videos. No, they were just finally made public because of that bill. You know what's trip though? Why? I mean, I get why they wouldn't tell us, you know, that there's aliens because, or that there's extraterrestrials or, you know, other beings because um the world would panic you know and oh, yeah. it, they wouldn't know what to do so i, I could see right. why but i mean dude you oh man this this conversation is going somewhere completely different now just <laughs> like sorry. on the gun line y'all no, just like on the gun line but check this out bro i've been watching a lot of youtube i go to sleep with a lot of youtube and you know how it, sometimes it just skips to different fucking because i have it on autoplay and like, for example, I, I went to sleep, going to sleep. I went to sleep about Antarctica. I want to know about Antarctica secrets and shit like that. Because apparently Antarctica is on maps from like the 1500s, but yet it wasn't discovered until the 1800s. And people still don't understand how to correlate the and two. And the maps from the 1500s depicted green yes. grass, mountains, and forests. Yes. So uh, anyway, so I went to sleep on that, right? And then uh, apparently it turned into, it went to another one where they're talking about uh catastrophic event that occurred and it's occurred many many times hence why there's like these like the pyramids and we can't really explain how they got there like the sphinx and like so in other words there were these civilizations that were there but then something catastrophic happened them cat cataclysm i think they called it and then fucking wiped all civilization away and then you know that's why we can't explain because we think, you know, as humans of this era, we think that we're the end-all, be-all, know-all. We can't accept that maybe there was possibly a civilization before us that got nixed, you know, kind of like the dinosaurs did. And right. who's to say that it won't happen again? A meteor comes, boom, destroys, levels everything out. And, you know, let's say there's going to be a statue. The Statue of Liberty is the only thing that's left up. And they're going to be like, that's going to be the new fucking Sphinx. Like, who built this? You know, um, how did they have the technology to do it as as we progress? Because we're going to have to start square one all over again. Caveman to. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, I mean, that type of like, shit blows my mind, bro. How long has it been since dinosaurs were around and got wiped out? 65 mm -hmm. million years. Everybody watched Jurassic Park plenty of times. We all know. <laughs> 65 million years ago. All right. After that, okay, it was the land of the gigantic mammals, you know, saber-toothed tigers, mammoths, that kind of thing. All good. But you got dinosaurs 65 million years ago. How long has cavemen, you know, how long ago was cavemen? About 60,000 years ago. So 65 million versus 60,000. So you're looking at you know, one one hundred. So from the time that cavemen were around to now, mm -hmm. you could have a hundred of those cycles in between us and dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. You tell me nothing was going on with intelligent life, right, bro? And then like all these people, like well, like deities. You know what I'm saying? Like with deities, like everybody says comes from above. You know what I'm saying? They come from. So how do we know it's not 
a life form coming from above from space. They don't know how to explain what the fuck this shit is. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's a chariot to them, you know? So they're going to, it to me, it, it just tells me that there's definitely something out there that, you know, oh. we, that we're not being told about. You know, why does the government not allow us to go to Antarctica for our safety? You know, that that's what right. like really started that whole shit with me. Hey, if the government was really concerned about my damn safety, they would not allow me to smoke cigarettes because, no, you're going to end up killing yourself because of it. Yeah, you just put a Surgeon General's warning on it. I mean, you can have somebody there at, you know, Antarctica Customs. Nope, <laughs> time to life away because we ain't going to be responsible for it if mm -hmm. when you freeze to death. And there's going to be thousands of people that just sign on the battle line not giving a shit. Yep. Now I'm you not know, saying the I earth is flat. I'm not saying I'm not saying the earth is flat, but I would like to know more. Like, you know, I mean right. my mind goes to different fucking levels the places matter. That's why I said like my I can't ever stay focused on one fucking topic when it comes to this shit. Truthfully, I one of my buddies explained it to me the absolute best. He's like, everybody pokes fun at me for my conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. He's like, but do you believe there's conspiracy theories out there that could be true? Everybody's like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, do you believe the government tells you the 100% truth about everything? <laughs> and absolutely not. It's like, okay. So what happens if one of my conspiracy theories is true? Mm. The entire world changes. Bro. I don't have to be right about all of them. Just one of them. In this entire world change. Well, here's the thing about that too. All right, though. yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, dude, and here's the thing: like any conspiracy theory, there's got to be some truth to it. Not everybody's gonna fucking align to this. There's got to be some kind of truth to it, you know. Even fucking rumors, they all have a little tiny bit of truth to it. Somebody started it somewhere, you know. And I mean, right. most conspiracy theories are just questions anyway. You know, why this? Right. Why that? And I don't trust the government. Why? Because I work for the government. And um... so, all right. Perfect example. The Sphinx. Mm -hmm. In Egypt, they knew about the head of the Sphinx. Mm -hmm. Straight up until like the 19, I think, early, early, early 1900s. Mm -hmm. They did not know that there was an entire body of a lion underneath. Mm -hmm. It's like, so what do you mean to tell me that the Egyptians... Because there was some guy whose job it was just to sweep around that shit. I've swept the motor pool enough times right. to know there was some guy tasked out who just sweeping that shit, keeping the sand off of it. Mm -hmm. Just tell me he did not show up to work for a few hundred years and everybody else just forgot about it? Right. No. It's, we we are, found I, I, that shit. We found that shit. We came across that shit. The ancient Egyptians who built it or created it in whatever manner they did mm -hmm. were not the same mofos that'd be out there right now. And not at all. See, look at Easter Island, bro. Easter fucking Island. How the fuck did they get those motherfucking heads to where they're at? And there's it's no not fucking heads, trees. It's full bodies. Yes, that's another thing. There's bodies they're in, in the, the ground. ground. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, shit like that, it tells me, okay, there was obviously some kind of civilization, some kind of intellectual fucking people here at one point in time you know 
that eventually got wiped out and then we reset. So it's basically like the, the earth resets. You know, how do we know it's not a fucking simulation? You know, like, you know, somebody's just hitting the power button, like reset. You know, I, I don't like the way this game is playing. Restart this bitch. You know, <laughs> and there's just like, okay. uh, that's weird, like the residue. I get, I don't know, man. My mind's going, like I said, and I apologize, listeners. Uh, we started going off with Trump, and all of a sudden, we're talking about fucking simulation theory. God damn. Anyways, yes. let's, 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 let's circle back real quick. Circle back. Circle back. Circle back. Like fucking Jen Psaki. So, dude, um, I don't know if you've been watching the news or not. What state are you in? I'm in Texas, man. I'm in Fort Worth. Oh, you're at the motherfucking road. Shit, I have to go pay you a yeah, visit. That's why I asked you. You want me to come down for the podcast or what? <laughs> dude, care. once, dude, if you saw where my podcast is being done, it's like, it's my garage, bro. It, like, there's literally. Dude, mine too. I got my, you know, garage fridge right there. Yeah, I yeah. have. It's a nice little wall, but from there, there's uh, the door to the uh, to the, the house, the cat hole, uh-huh. because it smells like cat shit in here because my litter box is here. So I have to have that cat hole there for the. Anywho, You're but. Good. But I, I, I yeah, can't dude. come down there because I'm allergic to shit. To oh, damn it. You're <laughs> fucked. But, dude, um, have you watched the news about Florida? What part? Uh, the like, part where so they DeSantis signed a bill that's got a little more strict on the immigration policy. Now, here's my thing about immigration before we even dive into it. All right. Full disclosure. My parents came here 70 ish. Let's just say 70 just to round it up. They came here like in 70, all right? And um, 71, let's go with 71, 70, 71. Um, and they overstayed their visa, all right? Because they came here on like on a student visa or some shit like that or a work visa and they overstayed it and they were here illegally, all right? And um, then my mom went back and my, we, oh, they had my brother here in the States. He became the anchor baby. And then I was born and I became another anchor baby. So we brought the family over here. And then eventually they were legalized, right? They, they got their residency. Anyways, um, but back then the U.S. wasn't as populated as it is now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So thank you, Reagan, for, you know, uh, giving amnesty. But now, you know, this it's a little overcrowded, you know, in the cities. But anyway, so DeSantis has uh, signed a bill where he makes it illegal to willingly transport or knowingly transport illegal immigrants from point A to point B or to hire them. Got it. I I get it. You know, some of the shit's a little. Going after the coyotes. Well, no, 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 no. This is like for the workers, bro. Like transporting them within Florida. Like if they're in Florida, let's say you knowingly transport them from point A to point B. You know, like say, for example, there's a church a church that um, part of their ministry is to transport people from point A to point B, uh, you know, whether it's to a hospital or to whatever. So if they knowingly transport an illegal person, they can get fined or they can get in trouble for it. So, you know, which, you know, it's a little bit fucking, you know, damn going a little too hard right there or making it uh, so that if they go seek, if they go to a hospital and the hospital receives, uh, I think Medicare funding, um, then, you know, they have to report the status uh, of the the patients, uh, whether they ask them, are you a citizen or resident alien or whatnot? You know, what's their legal status? Which, again, I think that, that what that's going to do is just going to deter a lot of motherfuckers from going to the doctor. But not only that, what ended up happening, a lot of fucking uh, illegals ended up moving and they just quit working. They chuck deuces, bro. So now you can go to YouTube and check and there's like 
nobody working out there. So get ready to pay out the ass for any kind of fucking fruits or anything that's coming out from Florida. They're, they left their job sites, bro. Like nobody's out there working, you know, and um, Florida became the first fuck around and find out state. Uh, but now, do I agree that there should be some kind of uh, legal migration here? Yes. 100% that should be done legally. Oh, yeah. However, comma, these people are leaving their fucking livelihoods out there in those countries. It's not like it's fucking cheap to come here. You know what I mean? Because it's not free. You know, it's not free no, at all. They're, people are giving up their entire families. Life everything. Savings. Everything. You know? Thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. Because doing it the legal way is even more than that. They can't fucking do it. You know what I mean? So right. It takes so much time. And you're not working, you're not eating, you ain't feeding your family, you got kids that need to go to school. Right. And it takes so much time to go through the process. So there if needs to be some kind of reform. Resources to that. Yeah, dude, there needs to be some kind of reform. You know, obviously there needs to be some kind of reform. Um, I'm all about immigration. You know, my, my dad's side of the family, Puerto Rican and Cuban. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. So that made me a really good fucking swimmer when I was in high school, man. <laughs> but I mean, truthfully, it's like it boils down to no, I'm all for immigration legally. Right. Like as long as we do it the legal way, okay, does our immigration process, you know, does it need work? Fuck yes, it does. It does. It, it, now, it, okay. Hey, you know, put those freaking houses or camps if you want to call them if you want to get you know use the aggressive terms that's fine fucking mm -hmm. use them i don't care okay hey look you're coming into america you got to go through this training to you know pass your citizenship test and all that yeah we'll freaking house you during this period of time we will give you you know three months in housing down here in this particular town we're setting up at the border you know Get you educated on our systems, our customs, you know, our history. Take your test. Mm -hmm. No? Okay. Bye. So you can try again in a couple of years or a year or two years, three years, whatever it is. So see, I, I no. wouldn't even want them to become Come citizens. You know, not I'm not even going with the citizenship. I'm going with residency. Um, because for I think citizenship, I think it should be a little more they need to be in country for quite some time before they get citizenship due to the benefits that citizens receive versus residents. Okay. So okay. I would say like, you know, so my thought plan of it, like, you know, and this, this is all Congress's fucking job. This is what they need to start worrying yeah. about rather than all this fucking money that we're spending, sending to the Ukraine, which is none of our fucking business. How about we take care of our home? All right, let's take care of our fucking homes first. Um, Look, why are people leaving their countries? They're looking for a better place. All right. That's the whole main reason my family, they escaped. Like in Nicaragua and El Salvador, we're talking about civil wars that were going on over there or, you know, the politics and, and um, you know, they were escaping that shit. And they came here and they, again, they did it. They stayed illegally. But however, you know, they didn't. My mom never got a, not even a speeding ticket or a jaywalking ticket ever in her life. You know, she came here. She was a teacher in her country in Nicaragua. She was a teacher. She came over here to clean hotel rooms and babysit people. You know, yes. that's what she did. And my dad only had a sixth grade education. And uh, he came over and fucking just started working for 
chump change an hour at a car wash. And little by little, you know, started working in construction, whatnot. And so they worked their asses off. And then um, that's why I felt compelled almost, you know, to join the military when I did because of the opportunity that was given to my family. You know what I mean? Right. So what a, the best way I could say thank you to this country for affording us this opportunity was joining the military service. So, look, are we going to be able to deport all 11, 11, as they say, illegals? Yeah. It's not going to happen, bro. Now, I would like to see a program where they like, okay, we're going to legalize y'all. We're going to legalize y'all. You're not ever going to get the chance to become American citizens. You're not going to get certain benefits, but you will be able to reside here legally and work here legally. You know what I mean? Cool. Now, everybody's going to have to get vetted. Every single one of y'all is going to have to get vetted. Now, if you know, um, if you we have- We were a, doing it while we were deployed, where we were doing fingerprints and we're yep. doing- retinas Bats and hides, you know, anything. exactly. Exactly. So we can do that. If we can do that on the fly there, we can Why certainly we do, do it, it in a controlled environment here. Exactly, dude. And so that's why I'm wondering, like, you know, why aren't we doing that now? You know, if they have family here, which a lot of them do, send them to their family, let them take care of them. You know, that's their problem now, you know, rather than have it as a government's problem, because that's our tax money being put to that shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the border wall, how much would it have cost? A lot of fucking money. But guess what? Now we're paying for it regardless, because these people that are coming through your tax dollars are going to be used to fucking fund wherever they're fucking staying, plus whatever lawyers they got to use, plus the court system, the feeding, all of that shit, dude. It, it's going to come to that. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I just think, um, you know, there needs to be a revamping of our immigration system. And, you know, it's not just the Mexicans coming through there, by the way. It's not just the Salvadorans oh. and Hondurans. There's also motherfuckers from other countries coming through there. You got the Haitians coming through. You got Chinese coming Haitians. through. I mean, you got so many people from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. now, how many people did we talk to overseas that were like, yep, I want to go to America. Like, everybody that I talked to, I want to move to Texas. It's like, cool. We're at in Texas. Mm -hmm. Oh, Austin. Okay, or Houston, or Dallas. It's like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. you know, go about it the right way. Do you think? I'll see you when you get there, man. Dude, you know, not a big deal. They fucked over a lot of fucking uh, Terps, too, out there. You know, some yeah. Terps that wanted to come back. They wanted to come over here, and how many well, got I mean, fucked? Terps were putting their lives on the line. You know, everybody over there looked at the Terp, and, or for those of you that don't know, you know, for... You know, my uh, TikTok crowd that I'm going to be mm. putting this out to, um, interpreter being mm -hmm. a Turk, um, you know, they were looked at as traitors. They were the narcs, you know. So, I mean, it's like a cop getting sent to prison. You know, people are ready to take them out oh, first. Yeah. Their families. They're betraying the rest. And it's like, okay, great. <laughs> you know, dude, luckily, um, one of my Terps that I had in Afghanistan, he reached out to me. He actually, he's out here um, in Georgia now. And um, awesome. he, yeah, he made it out here. He reached out to me like, oh shit, Turbo. You know, and like we text each other and, you know, I felt so bad, bro, because as they were shutting down, you know, Afghanistan, like there were people's families, you know, in turmoil. Let's just say that. And he's like, 
you know, he always calls me chief. So he's like, Hey chief, you know, is what do you think? Is there anything that we can do? And I'm like, there's nothing, you know, I was just a staff sergeant. I told you, you know, there's nothing I can do whatsoever, bro. Right. But I mean, all, you, all I can tell you is, you know, I'll pray for them. You know, that's all you can do. Hopefully everything was fine because him and his fa- well, his family had to go and hide out, I guess you can say, because yeah. they knew that he was a terp. So, dude, it's just wild to me how we just did them dirty like that. And then just let the Taliban fucking overrun everything. It, it To me, it was like a slap in the face. You know, because 20 fucking years were spent there, you know, and um, yep. who made out was, of course, you know, the the fucking Halliburton's made out big on all this war and we got nothing. Lockheed, I mean, all the big names, they, they made out big time. Yep. You know, Oshkosh, they made out big time. Fuck yeah. And I'm now- not talking Oshkosh Bagash. I'm talking about Oshkosh <laughs> parent company that made all of the up armored trucks and that kind of thing. You know, they made out like bandits, but I mean, truthfully, it's upsetting. You're right. Cause it's like the way that we left it, honestly, it left me with that feeling of well, what the hell was it all for then? If mm-hmm. we were going to leave it like that, what was all the debt? What was all the pain for? If that was the way we were going to leave it. And it was really, really upsetting to see. Well, think about it like this, bro, too. Like, there's a lot of lives that have been affected, you know, even when they got back or when we got back. And I was really thinking about this. I want to get your opinion here. And and any listeners that if you're still listening to us, I want to know your opinion. All right. So, uh, all right. There's a lot of soldiers that came back with PTSD. All right. And um, there's a lot of soldiers that are having difficulties with battling their demons and they end up only being able to escape their demons by one way. And that's by just offing themselves. So, or as they like to say, unaliving, whatever, call it what it is. They fucking kill themselves suicide. All right. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think that, um, I don't know if there's any privileges that come with a purple heart or not. Uh, you know, for the families of the deceased that received a Purple Heart. But I think that if a soldier, if a soldier offs himself or a Marine or any service member who offs themselves because of their PTSD is linked to it, they should get the same privileges as any Purple Heart recipient would. Because, yeah, it's not a physical wound. It's a mental wound. Now, I'm not saying give a Purple Heart for PTSD. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because you're Be- still dying from a wound that was obtained from combat. Be- from the war, exactly. So I think that there should be some kind of compensation for that rather than um, rather than just a almost a, neg- a negative connotation for them killing themselves. You know, that's the only way they found out how to deal with their demons. You know, it was funny. One of my shrinks told me, like, you know, if you kill yourself, that your family's not going to get any money from, you know, from your um from you know your whatever the fuck it is the sgli or whatever the fucking vgli whatever it's called now but um yeah dude and i was like well you know because i was telling like there's times where he he asked me straight up like you know have you ever thought about suicide like yeah i have you know like how would you do and like well i'll tell you what like sometimes i think about it when i'm on my motorcycle or when i'm driving you know and all i have to do is 
not turn with the curb and just bam, done, over. You know, and he's like, well, you know, if you do that, your family's not going to get any money or anything like that. You know, and yeah, that does put a lot of weight on you. But at the same time, it's like it's a result from. Anyways, I'm not putting my shit out. Sorry if I've I've never. You're good. I don't try to say that I have PTSD or that I suffer with it because um, honestly, I. I still feel like um, I guess it's the stigma that comes with it. You know what I mean? So anyways, yes, I live with PTSD. I have, you know, it. It was documented, apparently. Anyways, long story short, yes, I do have it. Yes, I take pills for it. Yes, I think they should legalize fucking marijuana for it because I think it helps God, thank a lot of God veterans. Texas is finally having that damn talk now. Well, dude, um, microdosing uh, shrooms, I heard, is great for it, you know, um, for any kind of mental issues. Anyways, so back to the whole question. Should people who end up killing themselves or unaliving themselves, as I like to say, um, due to their traumatic experiences, what do y'all think? Should there be compensation for that? Because it came from war-related trauma. It's no different than, or looking at it, no different than, hey, this guy had a gunshot wound. And it just took him a long time to bleed out. You know, it, it just, you know, that could even fall into not only just, you know, offing themselves physically with a fucking handgun. I'm talking about like people, there's, they kill themselves slowly using drugs, alcohol, you know, it leads them down that path, you know, but they don't, they don't tie it in together like that. I think it should be looked at in that way. Um, listeners, if y'all have any, because um, I know there's people that listen to this, but y'all don't comment very often, so I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't have dialogue. I know the one that's going to comment on here already is going to be Roland, Gary Roland. That's my day oneer. That motherfucker's always putting some info in there, and I appreciate you. I read every comment. You know that. I heart that shit. So, anyways, y'all keep on um doing that. Anyways, anyway, I- I'll leave that on um, that that question out there for the TikToks for the. Got YouTube, Spotify. That's where y'all can find this podcast. I never fucking say that, dude. I, I'm one of those that never say. I'm so dumb when it comes to that shit. Sorry, I'm oh, talking good. too much. Coffee's kicking in. <laughs> You've been doing coffee. I've been doing whiskey. Ah, see, I I had to stop with the alcohol. Alcohol fucked me up to the point where um. Let's just say I've been. It'll be five years that I've been sober. So. I had to, yeah, I appreciate that. I I had to stop drinking because, so quick story uh, for those that don't know, I, I used to drink a lot of alcohol specifically because I wanted to feel uh, that would come to, I uh, would get to a point in my life where I would get numb, just numb to everything, you know, uh, mainly because I wanted to forget a lot of shit, you know, um, a lot of shit happened, you know, on uh, my first deployment and um, my second deployment, third deployment, nothing. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Nothing happened. That My experience in Afghanistan was different than everybody else's. I was training the fucking ANA. So, but my first two deployments, uh, it was in Baghdad and the other was in fucking um, Mosul. And those places were fucking shitty. And um, anyway, long story short, I did a lot of drinking to numb a lot of the fucking feeling. The problem, I mean... Oh, to feel because I had numbed 
the feeling. So the problem was when I started to feel, I wanted to then forget about the feeling. So I kept drinking. So it took me down a rabbit hole, bro. And I spun out, spun out to the point where my alcohol nearly destroyed my family. So anywho, uh, yeah, that's why I stopped drinking. I'm on probation now. And um, <laughs> let's put that out there too. So anyways, look, Vinay, thank you for being here again. Do me a favor. Um, yeah. Where can they find you on your socials? Plug everything you need to plug, my man. Okay. So um, you guys can, of course, find me on Facebook uh, at, at Lucid, the first step, or Lucid. should be able to find it. Just search my name, Stephen Vinay. S-T-E-V-E-N-V-E-N-E-T. Um, you can find me that way, or you can find me on TikTok at Lucid Book Official. Um, that, or of course, just search my name again. Uh, truthfully, those are the best ways to find the content about the book, about me. If you want to reach out to me, I respond to every single message. And I mean that, every single message. And... Yeah, I mean, check out the book if you would like to. It's a little bit of sci-fi, a little bit of action-adventure, a little bit of a mind trip. And I promise you, it's going to make you contemplate your own reality and existence at times. It will. Yes, it will. So, And I hope everybody uh, that sees this podcast can get a chance to check it out. It is actually also on Kindle Unlimited. I put it on there so that way... If you subscribe to Kindle Unlimited, you can check out the book for free. Right on. There you go. I appreciate you, Vinay. Um, and we got about a minute left before this shit shuts down on me. So with that being said, make sure y'all go on the TikToks. Look up Lucid. Is that under is that under Lucid? All right. Lucid Book Official on TikTok. All right. Make sure because everybody's doing TikTok nowadays. So y'all make sure y'all go do that. With that being said, um, if this is your first time coming to the podcast, hope y'all appreciate it. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I'll tell y'all what, go to Spotify, like it, subscribe, YouTube, like it, subscribe. Um, I found this shit called Rumble, and I'm going to try that shit out because apparently they're not as pussified as YouTube is, where they don't pump my shit out because <laughs> I say a lot of bad words and shit like that. So anyways, I'm going to check out Rumble. Um, I love it there. Uh, thanks to Lotterway Crowder. That's where I found it. Anyways, um, with that being said, let me know what y'all think regarding the fucking, um, the, the question that I threw out there about vets who end up, you know, unaliving themselves. Uh, Vinay, thanks for being here. Next time we get you on here, we're going to go a little more deeper into the politics. If y'all want to hear some political shit, let me know what y'all want to hear. All right, I got 10 seconds left. Let me know what y'all want to hear. Put them in the comments. DM. Rounds complete, end the mission, gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers. March order. I'll catch you later, Vinay. <laughs>